Okay, for the first message today, be presented by Mr. Sean Witt, who's myself. <laughs> and my title is entitled, Being Thankful. Okay, so good afternoon, everyone. Good to see you all here today on this beautiful Sabbath day. You know, in life, we have our share of trials and tribulations, and sometimes we feel like we're spinning out of control we're pulled from every which way, all different directions. We're beaten down and we're wondering why are these things going on in our life? You know, some time ago I was meditating and praying and I had the thought come into my mind to be thankful. Even though you've got all this craziness going on in your world, you still need to be thankful. So I had to stop and ask myself, am I truly thankful all the time, no matter what's going on in my life, whatever the state is that I'm in? Set that there. You know, when somebody gives us a gift or a compliment, we're good about going to them and thanking them and giving them a card or something for something they've done nice for us. Well, how do we express our thankfulness to God with all that he does for us? Are we thankful for what he does for us? You know, on a human level, it's easy for us to take things for granted and not be as thankful as we should. In our society, we have a lot of blessings that we take for granted. We're inundated with all kinds of wonderful things around us. And we live in a country full of tremendous blessings. With the allure of everything that's around us, it's easy for us to think, I need something bigger, better, and faster. And not being totally content with what we have. You know, it's nice to want these things. That's okay. But we need to be sure, make sure we're thankful for them. Being content and thankful is something we really have to be careful to make sure we're teaching our kids because they're inundated with all this stuff all the time. And they've grown up with being told that they have to have the latest and greatest telephone and they have to have this new game and all these different things around them. This type of rhetoric may start to make them feel like they're entitled. And we definitely don't want our kids to feel like they're entitled to all this stuff because these are blessings. So how must it make God feel when in life we take these things for granted and we don't have the uh, proper attitude of being thankful. You know, one of the signs of unthankfulness is um, brought to us in Timothy. We're going to go to Timothy 2, 3, 2, and this will further talk about how, you know, the end times are. For men will be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Now let's go to 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4, which will also uh, talk some more about this. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpleasable, slanderous, without self-control, Brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And we do see this a lot around us in our current society. We see it in the news all the time. It's very pervasive. Um, you know, it, it feels like a lot of people think all of this is owed to them. And if we're not careful, we don't give the proper credit to God for the blessings that we have. Remember, we're all called out of this world we're still a part of the world, but we need to be noticeably different. 
And we will be noticeably different if we are giving God credit for what he does for us and being thankful. Now let's go to Romans 1, verses 21. And I've got the NIV version here. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and foolish. Their hearts became foolish and were darkened. Notice that the verse says their hearts became darkened. We'll examine that a bit more coming up in the message. We're going to come back to that regarding your heart becoming darkened. You know, the great God of the universe created us. He loves us. He wants nothing but the very best for us. And he knows what's best for us. But we have to fight human nature with prayer to God and allowing his Holy Spirit to help us to not become complacent and unthankful. And we're going to go to Colossians 4, verse 2 now. So we need to continually be earnest in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. It's, you know, it says right here we need to be earnest in prayer. Life, it is very important that we make sure that this is a daily progression every day, that we're praying, we're studying. We have to make it a priority over everything. Life is busy and crazy as it is. We have to make the priority in the time to be praying and studying and making it a part of our life that's more important than anything else. We're going to go to Psalms 100 now, verse 4. You know, talking more about just praising and thanking God. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. And all that we do, we need to give him thanks. We need to turn to the next verse, which is going to expand upon this as well, which is going to be Luke 17, verses 11 through 19. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into the village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood in the distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priest. And they went, and they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were there not ten of you cleansed? Where is the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So are we going to be like that one that came back or the nine that didn't? We need to make sure that we have the right attitude like he did, making sure that we're praising and thanking God for everything he does for us. Being thankful is an issue of the heart. If we're unthankful, then there's an issue with our heart, and we need to make it right with God. Remember what it says in Romans 1, verses 21. It says the heart was darkened when we went back there. Your heart can become dark if you allow it to become that way. And it takes time. It's a, it's a slow progression. Turn with me now to Jeremiah 17, verse 9. And we'll examine a bit more about the heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? How can we be thankful if we have a sick heart? It needs to be made well. And the way that we do this is with praying and asking God to search our hearts to make sure we are conforming to his will. So in Jeremiah 17, verse 10, 
I'm concerned there. It says, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. We need to ask God to create a clean heart in us like David did. David recognized that his heart needed to be healed because he'd been through quite a bit and done a lot outside of what God had asked him to do, but he fixed it. And God said that he was a man after his own heart. So now let's go to Psalm 51, verse 10. And it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, renew a right spirit within me. David was asking God to do this for him. We need to do this daily. If we don't do this on a daily basis, we can start building walls around our heart. Because Satan is going to attack us, and with all the stuff around in the world, we can our heart can become more darkened all the time. You know, we become more complacent and unthankful, and that can allow sin to become more abounding within us as well, if we allow our heart to get this way. In Ezekiel 36, verse 26, it says, And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and I'll give you a heart of flesh. We just have to ask. We have to ask God to do this for us. Without, with a heart of stone, we, cannot be thank, we can't have a thankful attitude. And we may not even realize that our heart has become stony. Like I was saying before, these things happen over time if we aren't drawing close to God like we should be. So now let's go to Psalms 50, verse 14. And it says, offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Of all the people in the world, we really should be the most thankful, not just because of what he's done for us in our nation, because of the blessings of Abraham, but for what he's done in our personal lives as well, calling us to the truth and revealing that to us. It's nothing we've done that's special, but it's a, it's a great blessing that we have. As a whole, if we're not careful, we can start to take these things for granted that God has done for us. Being thankful naturally will draw us closer to God as well. Like I was saying, it's a hard issue. When things are going well, it's easier to thank God. But what about when you lose your job or maybe somebody in your family gets cancer or you know, you know, something horrible happens? What does the Bible say to this and how are we supposed to react? Well, let's go to First Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Sorry about that. You say Thessalonians, I say Thessalonians. I can't even say it now. Let's just go to chapter eight, chapter five, verse eighteen in First Thessalonians. That's a fun word. Okay, so give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. So we need to give thanks to God in all circumstances. He's, he controls all things. He knows why he's doing certain things in our lives, and we can second-guess him, but we need to leave it up to him. He is the one that has control over our lives, and he knows what's best for us. And thankfulness displaces fear. Consider how us parents are. We're willing to provide an opportunity for our kids. You know, when their plans fall apart, like a sleepover, or it's it gets canceled because a friend's sick or something like that. We may have an alternative plan to take them to get pizza or something like that. You know, we're willing to 
do something special for them, go bowling, whatever the case may be. You know, if they're keeping a good attitude. But we will not offer a new plan if our child is grumpy, angry, etc. We're more willing to work with them. You know, if they're like, well, I understand that my friend was sick with a sleepover, so thank you for offering something else for me. You know, if they have a good attitude, I'm much more willing to work with my kids and help them to do something else if they have a good attitude. If they don't, I'm like, forget it. God's the same with us. We need to keep our attitude good with him, and he'll help us out. If we're, as mere humans, willing to do this for our kids, what more is God willing to do for us? Let's go now to 1 Timothy 4, verses 4 through 5. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected. If it is received with gratitude. That's a big part here, right? Received with gratitude. For it is sanctified by means of the word of God in prayer. Being thankful and remember God's character, it helps to remove at least the quiet, the voice of fear in our minds. Remember that God's in control. And in John 3.16, of course, it says, God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. There's no greater love than this. God gave up his only son for us. He loves us so much that he'll, he'll do anything for us. We just need to be thankful to him in, in all things. Now I'll turn to Colossians 3, verses 15 through 17. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you, and richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. You know, David wrote the Psalms praising God and being thankful. And you know, we sing hymns and we have our praise and worship services. And this is a great time to sing and to show appreciation to our God Almighty. And I'm sure he loves and enjoys it when we're all together singing and praising him and thanking him for all he's done for us. In conclusion, my wife Kim shared with me some thoughts about a book she's been reading a while back, and the title of the book is called A Thousand Gifts. The author was searching for meaning, and she was confounded by several trials and things that she was going through at the time, and she was very challenged. And she decided that um, she needed to find a gift in everything within the trial. Um, even if it was just a bird singing outside the window. She just had to focus on, you know, some type of gift that God was giving her. And she would write it down, one little thing every day, and it transformed her thinking. And it helped her to be thankful, to think of the good things in life. You know, we're told to dwell on the things that are beautiful. In Philippians, it talks about um, think on these things. So that's basically what she's saying. She was think on the things that um, are edifying and and make you feel good that God puts out there for us, even in the midst of the most horrible trial you might be going through. I have a challenge for us. Um, keep a list like of things to be thankful for. Um, search out for gifts and things that you see that help you. And 
just to see the um, praise God's for praise God for the things you don't see also you know there's thank him for all that he does tell him you trust him and use this even in the midst of the trial for his glory because um, by doing this God can deliver us to be our the very best uh, by being thankful we stop limiting God because we can, we can limit God if we're not careful in what he does and says for us. Um, but we need to be thankful in all that he does. And I've got a, a video I'd like to show after my message, but at this point I'd like to say, as a reminder, tomorrow's Mother's Day. So let's show them the gratitude they deserve. Um, they are a true blessing from God, and we need to be thankful for them as well. struggling. Show me what I have to be thankful for. Lord, I'm struggling. Show me what I have to be thankful for. <laughs> 